everyone, and welcome to the Legion of Myth live stream. Episode number 215. Now, before your very eyes, this is the 1st of June, 2019. I am your first host, Alex Garthon Marsh. And with me is Brett Heathen Dog Grissomer, and we want to welcome you to this cavalcade of fun, ladies and gentlemen. Because we oh, make it just for you special on this very day. It's gonna be a good day today. Yeah, we got we got some great stuff for you. Both Garthon and I have some stinkers. It's gonna be. I wonderful. don't know how you can say such a thing. Also, if you hang out until uh, until Garthon's segment, we're gonna give away three games at the Shadowrun Trifecta. That's right. We missed everyone last time, so we're gonna be yes, handing out some extra prizes today. That's right. Isn't that nice? It is nice. We're we're just nice people. Well, some of us are. Okay, you're just nice people. <laughs> <laughs> At times. I am exhausted right now, though. I am, like, reverse jet lagged. You know, I got the jet lagged, and then I had a flight that was all night. And then, I, you know, I'm exhausted because I don't want to take a nap during the day. But then, like, midnight rolls around, and I'm wide, wide awake, and it sucks. I hate it. So I'm tired. So expect uh, strange things tonight. But he got to see the majesty of the Grand Canyon. I did see the majesty of the Grand Canyon. It's beautiful. Every time I go there, it's cold. So I guess you got to go in, like, real summer, not spring. Yeah. Not August, beginning August. August is well, fine. Well, the thing is, though, from what I hear about the – I've never been. What I hear about the Grand Canyon, it's either too cold or it's too hot. It's never in the middle. That would be my experience. Yeah. Yeah, because it always just decides to be cold as freaking hell. Beautiful place, though. They, ha they have a Pizza Hut, which it's not next to the canyon. It's not like, you know, build that. Ah, throw yeah. your boxes like, oh. out the window. No, it's quite a distance <laughs> away. But if you look in the reviews, it says it's the worst Pizza Hut in the world. I debate that. Well, Pizza Hut's pretty bad. It's I mean, not. Well, this is not the worst Pizza Hut in the world by the Grand Canyon. It's not the best in the world. But I really I felt disappointed because I expected the worst. Yeah, you, you expected, like, you know, wow, this cheese tastes like plastic. Yeah, and, uh, you know, and I expect, like, rats to be running around freely, you know. Yeah. But, no, it was just, and, and you know. The, the cockroaches have cockroaches, but you know, no, it was no. Like the okay. kind of pizza hut you see open inside of a, you know, school cafeteria. Oh, pizza hut on the go. Yeah, it's one of those. Like the pizza yeah. you see in a Target. That's what it's like. Right, right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, you know, Yelp reviewers, come on, get your act together. I, I expected true disasters, and it was just. <laughs> T-shirts were reasonably priced, though, I'll tell you that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, but, here, now, the Grand Canyon of that we will fill in with knowledge of Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma, is we will never, we never learn Bakuben and Revisions. Mm -hmm. I've seen clips for both of these. One of them was creepy as all hell. <laughs> yes. And in Garthon's comic poll, we have a, have to have a one number one every week. Well, you don't have there to, but is. often we do. <laughs> Superman, Leviathan Rising, number one. Doomsday Clock, number ten. That's right. It only took five, six months, but it's here. Doomsday Clock, number ten. Was it worth the wait? No, but it's good. And Heroes in Crisis, number nine. Was it worth the wait? No, because no. it's bad. <laughs> there was no wait on that one. <laughs> hey, Sherry, it's good, evening, good to see you. Andy, the RNG, we're going to have viewer question time. That's right. Anything you want to ask us, we will answer you. Uh, think of it as a sneak peek for upcoming things, which we will tell you about later. Ooh, we're all very excited about that. 
So upcoming activities are Twitch monthly follower subscriber giveaway happening during the live stream the 15th of June. That is two weeks from now. Follower subscriber prizes if 10 followers of subscribers enters, we'll give away two video game keys, usually via Steam. If 20 or more followers subscribe, subscribe, we'll give away a PDF version of a tabletop RPG segment with worth about $25. Or at least, it says. That's at least. Isn't it uh, greater than? Oh, yeah, less than $25. Or less than $25. Yes, right. less than $25. that's what that means. Yes. So, if it had a line under it, it would be less yeah, than or equal. That's right. It's the last draw for Wally West. Oh, Heroes of Crisis Night is... We'll talk about it. I, mm. I, I got to suppress any memory of that book until I actually have to talk about it. <laughs> put it in a box. Put it in the box. You, you put it in the happy box. And then put it back in the box. Put it in the happy <laughs> box and you, put, and you put it to the side. Uh, if I have to think about that book too much, I'm going to have to develop multiple personalities to protect myself. <laughs> that didn't happen to me. That happened to Johnny. Um, so... Uh, subscriber only prizes. If five or more subscribers enter, will it be one gift card for $25? If 10 or more enter, it's 22. If 15 or more, it's three. Oh my god! Found the hard thing for each subscriber for 18 months. This button, <laughs> this, button, this button makes us happy. If 20 or more subscribers enter, which has happened, we'll mm -hmm. also give away a physical copy of a tabletop role playing book or bundle. We have many books to give away. We'll give them away. Bella says, my cousin just gave my late birthday present day an RPG book called Blood and Treasures. Ooh, interesting, though. I'm guessing pirates. Yeah, sounds like me, matey. Yar. More entries is more prizes, so be more entries. Upcoming activities, Gen Con 2020 is happening soon. Ticket registration is in January 2020, not too far. The event signups are in May. The event is in August. Start planning now to join us. We want to be there with you. And every week, we tell you, and it comes faster and faster That's every true. week. It's coming. We've been talking about it for over a year now. That's right. You can even join our Gen Con discussions on Discord. And there's the link right there, discord.gg. Just click on it. It'll be good. Well, um, don't, don't click on the screen. and Nothing will happen. You, you go a little bit down. You got to find the, the actual link. details. They don't, and you'll find the difference. YouTube doesn't let you direct link like that anymore. Why? Because they want to discourage people from using YouTube. Hmm. At least that's what I get out of it. Like, DC is discouraging people from buying comic books. Now, upcoming activities. International Tabletop Day was today. Is today. The 1st of June. So, go and if, if you played a tabletop, post your picture, short video clips to Legion Myth Discord. Uh, the tabletop channel we got going. Or tweet it. Hashtag 2019LOMITTD. Two T's. Yeah. And our favorite picture video short will get a prize. We have prizes to give away. We'll give them to you. We will choose one. We will. It's true. Streaming schedule. Elgarian, Monday through Friday, 9 a.m., show the Avatar. Monday, 6.30 p.m., Portal 2, with Heathen Dog. Tuesday through Sunday, 6.30 p.m., Shroud the Avatar. Doubling down on that. Good stuff. People love it. And don't forget his websites, rpota.com, the best site for role players in Shroud of the Avatar, and sodahelp.org. If you need help with Shroud the Avatar, the premier site to get help in this game, sodahelp.org. That's right. Don't bother going into strange Reddit posts, unusual forums, Back alleys where people are going to show you the good stuff. No, my friend. Sodahelp.org is where you go. Avoid playground knowledge. Usually wrong. I will tell you, there's no way in Metroid to make Samus naked. No matter how fast you beat the game, no matter what level way you beat the bosses, it's, the code is not in there. It doesn't exist. I don't care if someone says they saw their cousin do it. It does not exist. Lies. Do not believe what they say in the playground. 
Okay, someone got burned. If you beat the game in <laughs> under an hour, uh, she will be in a bikini. An 8-bit pixel bikini. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Of course, when you <laughs> restart the game, you can then get a code and restart the game. She's not in a bikini, but she's just she, but she's not wearing her helmet. So That was a big reveal. That was a big deal. When you bet, beat okay. Metroid in under three hours, uh, you'd get the reveal. She'd pull her helmet off, and it was a girl, and you're like, <gasps> Samus is a girl! <laughs> it was a big reveal. Now everyone knows. Now it's expected. But back then, it was a big deal. All right. Don't forget, he the dog. Dreams on twitch.tv slash he the dog. And also, well, just for the StarCraft 2 stream. Everything else is Yeah, just for StarCraft 2. Right. Monday through Friday. Uh, Marhawk uh, says he's planning on doing a tabletop game, but plans went sideways last minute. Yeah, I know the feeling. So, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m., StarCraft 2 PvP ladders, where you watch him crush his enemies. I get crushed more often than that. <laughs> hey, I was putting it out there in the universe. All right. Monday, 7 p.m. I want to lie to people. Portal 2 with Elgarian. Thursday, 30 a.m., Period Glass Survival with that Garthon cap. Saturday, 8 p.m., live stream. We're doing it now. And a Garthon, pretty much with the other stuff, you know, I team up with Ethan the Dog. And also, Sunday night, 9 p.m. Central, 10 Eastern. Currently doing, on the console, Yakuza Kiwami. Good game. Wacky. Fun. Violent. Not super Fair. violent. But I... Wow, that fight with Goro just whooped me over. I got beaten up with a baseball bat so many times. And I got so <laughs> close so many times. Now you have zero suit stamps in Smash Brothers. Yeah. Uh, don't forget, join us on Discord. Watch us on YouTube. Get our gear. Impress your friends. Do your enemies. Shop. Spreadshirt.com. Follow us on Twitter at Legion Myth. Tweet us. We'll tweet you. Watch us live on Twitch. The best way to interact and have some fun with the Legion Myth guys when we're playing games or just messing around. Audio version. SoundCloud. iTunes. Google Play Music. Current goal. Our Twitch follower goal uh, is 1,000. We're up 25 since last check. Uh, up to 923. That's yes. pretty exciting. We are so close we to follower close. and subscriber goals. So Love close. it. Love it. Yes. Twitch subscriber goal. We're up again. Uh, we're almost at 100. We're at 91. We're so super close. YouTube subscribers. That's free. You Everyone should do that. We're at 1251. Mm -hmm. Almost 1500. Oh, getting good there. Patreon goal. We're stable at 21. Thank you so much to all of our patrons. Thank you to all of our YouTube and Twitch subscribers. We thank you so much, everyone. We want to let you know that we're so close. Uh, is there any Twitch stuff you want to see? And don't forget, access as a subscriber on Twitch gives you access to exclusive Twitch giveaways, which we've already kind of talked about. And our Patreon and YouTube members are going to ask Strike exclusive stuff. Uh, it's better for LOM, better value for you. You'll get a monthly Q&A with LOM. We'll give you a sneak peek of that today. And uh, full post-stream access to everything that we have on there. That'll be fun. So what'll happen yep. if we meet all these goals? For each individual goal we hit in 2019, a contest specific for that venue. Over $250 in tabled RPG and a thousand video games are ready to be given away right now, my friend! Twitch is really close. Many things yep. are close, but we have things waiting. We have over four years of content waiting for you as well. Come on, and reviews, comic reviews, tabletop reviews, interesting stuff. If all four goals are met in health for three months, we'll have a special giveaway that gives away at least a thousand in prizes, including an epic portrait by Garthon and Heathen Dog's computer expertise. So tell everyone, friends, family, enemies, random acquaintances, that crazy woman who lives in the apartment above you who yells obscenities to pigeons, let her know! The Legion of Myth is there for her. Tell them they hate pigeons, too. We're not going to lie. Yeah, we're fine. We're actually pigeon neutral. But you know what? Look, <laughs> if she has an uh, Amazon Prime account 
Anyway, so yeah, she has an Amazon Prime account, and she she goes ahead and hooks us up with a with a Twitch description. We hate those flying rats too. It's very hard to find pro pigeon people. They it can't is. sound nice, all cooing. It's nice, and then you look at them and have like an eye falling out. Anyway, remember, Elgarian streams almost every day, pretty much every day with the basic soda contact. He the dog streams his let's play is currently a StarCraft two, where you watch some very exciting gameplay. <laughs> me me rage quitting at least once a day. <laughs> Which is sad for Heathen Dog, but fun for us. And That's watch Garthon almost die in interesting ways in Empyrean. And watch me save the streets of Tokyo and Yakuza. That's what I do. YouTube subscribers, thank you. You get a, a free, simple thank you to LOM. Notified your reviews appear. Anime comic segments, it's always great. YouTube members, easy to model for YouTube viewers. You get our content, get full streams, you get your Q&A, membership only, community chat and giveaways, membership charge. And the membership will count towards Patreon goals, and that's always yep. nice. There you go. Thank you for our supporters. We really do appreciate all you do for us. We kind of changed the format. That's why I'm going over this more detail than we usually do. Yes, yes. T today's today's some new information, so we're uh, going over it. Oliver Hawkins yeah. says he finally saw when he hit the dog's opponent's rage quit. Ah, oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, it's always so sad for him the dog. He's upset for like the rest of the day. He can't be controlled. It is, it is true. When I, oh, but but it's, it's good TV, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's good TV. That guy's miserable. Yeah, that's good stuff. This, this, this guy's pretty entertaining. I'm yeah. better than him. How much we probably you are. Are people going to start throwing things at him now? This is fantastic. <laughs> Where's tomatoes? Uh, so cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers. Especially Zon. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. 107,000. Thank you so much, Zon. We appreciate it. Jinso, 606, 56, Sean Butts. Sean Paxlayer, thank you so much for cheering through Twitch. Let us know how you're feeling. Give subscriptions. Thank you for handing those out to people who want to subscribe, but they just don't know it. Especially Zon, Shambas, Jinsa, Hicks, 206. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. For all Twitch followers, thank you. Follow. Be notified when things happen. And everything will be better in your life. Twitch subscribers, easiest way to let you know what's happening, to participate, to get all the good stuff from Legion. Thank you so much, everyone. To subscription. Thank you so much, everyone, on this list. That's a lot. Not going to read it all. We appreciate it. Every month, subscribe to the giveaway. That's two weeks from now. So, everyone, be aware of that coming up. That's a nice name. Scooby-Doo. That's a lot of O's. <laughs> That's why I saw it. Swedish it Redfish. These are good names. Valkyrie Speaks. I like that. Wins. That's, see, that's a good move. Yeah, that's a good name. All right. When we rate our stuff, remember, half-star, horrible. Worst of the worst. Five-star, extraordinary. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to see some red tonight. There's some red happening tonight, kids. <laughs> so remember, everyone, calm yourself. Let's go. Let's remember. Because in all, it's all in good fun. And you can't be mad because we have a disclaimer. It's right here, everyone. So let's, let's go concentrate. Stare into the screen. Let your eyes unfocus. Let the blurring come together as you float gently into the words. As you are embraced by the universe, listen as the waves of the universe pull over you and you know you become one with the thought, with the concept that the opinions expressed in this episode are solely the opinions of the individual host or commentator and are not representative of the entire Legion of Myth organization. While we make an effort to provide a family-friendly atmosphere, there may be the occasional use of foul or even offensive language, but thank you for your understanding and continued viewership. Oh. Oh. That was, that was good. That was very calming. I'm relaxed. You should be relaxed, my friend. 
If you're a fan of anime, tabletop gaming, or both, don't miss an episode of Heathen Dogs, Heathen Dogma. Every week, Heathen Dog alternates between anime reviews and tabletop gaming fundamentals. Watch live and chat with Heathen Dog every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central to share your thoughts and recommendations with him. Now, without further ado, I ask you, my friends, join in the harmonic convergence. Give up your free will and free thought, for my friends, you don't need these terrible things holding you back in your life. Anime is there, it exists, and it calls to you with this strange, beckoning, wide-eyes gaze. And you wonder, my friends, is it there for you? It is! Is it right for you? Perhaps. But not all of it is, my friends. For woe, the devil lurks in the details, and those details fear one man. That man calls to you, my friends. He lets you know truth from fiction, right from wrong, black from white, from what is real from unreal, untangling the bounds of the quantum to drive it home into that which we call reality with the hammer of light. My friends, the one who could bring you the anime reviews your souls call for in the night when you're afraid to let the ones beside you know what it is that drives you. The one man is there for you with understanding. The understanding one could only gain through Heathen Dogs, anime on the stream. Outstanding. You, you hit a couple good points in that quantum stuff. I'll get into that. yes there it is subscribe please yes uh if you if you like uh, anime reviews that do not spoil you've come to the right place my friend thank you i'm glad you appreciate my intro to heathen dog everyone appreciates it he's taking a week off we're off (laughs) (laughs) all right today's anime is starting off with uh with my very very first harem anime That's right. We never learn Bokubin. All right. We never learn harem comedy. Comedy. Not, I, I've done comedies before, but they're rare. And it's all about a boy, uh, Nariyuki Yuga. And he is a, he's a good student. He's an overall <laughs> good student. Already doesn't like it. <laughs> oh, stop it, Raven Slayer. It's good. Uh, overall good student. But he was chosen to tutor two geniuses. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Don't worry, because they're they're weird geniuses. But we're going to get into that. Uh, go ahead and uh, throw up the details here. Show that beautiful uh, footage. Now, this is a brand new anime. It's uh, started on April 7th. Oh, that comes is out new. once a week. So far, nine episodes. Uh, if you are a member of Crunchyroll. Oh! Rick Sanchez, uh, thank, thank you for, for the, the follow. follow. Rick Sanchez, thank you for the follow. Glad to have you here. That's right. Uh, if, if you are a premium member of Crunchyroll, uh, it comes out uh, uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern time every Saturday. If you are a regular member or a non-paying member, you got to wait a week to get the newest episode. It's a, it's a week delay, but you still get to see it. It's fine. It's good. Don't worry about it. All right. Now, let's talk about the main characters. Nariyuki Yuga. He is, of course, our, I don't want to say protagonist because it's a comedy. It's it's not like that. There is no like super bad guy, super villain. It's, it's more... Uh, character and story-driven anime, not not uh, opposition-driven. Now, he's chosen to be the tutor for these two geniuses because of his study ethic. He's He is a, gets 80% or over in all of his subjects because he works hard. He studies hard. Even the stuff he's bad at, he doubles down. He studies harder. And the, the headmaster of, of his particular school decided, you know what? 
that's the kind of that's the kind of tutor we need. Someone to teach people how to buckle down. Is it like Project now, ACO? Mark Hawkins wants to know. Let's go old school, my friend. I'm with you. It, that's a local old school, yes. And uh, I, I don't think it is. Though. I don't think it is. No, no, it is not. Uh, now the school administrator, the headmaster. That's not the next character. Really I know, I know, I know. But uh, I got to talk about the VIP placement right. because th this is his motivation. Oh, Ramsey gives his, him a hard no. All right. There you so. go. His school uh, has a has a funnel program to to a partnered university. And every year they give away a VIP placement, which means you get a full ride. Ooh. Now, his family is very poor. Okay. Nariyuki's family is very, very poor. He will not be able to go to university unless he gets a full ride. So he he was he's banking on this, and the the school administration is holding this over his head. You have to successfully tutor these these two geniuses. Well, they're geniuses. That doesn't sound hard. Ah, it doesn't sound hard, but uh, it is hard. Let's uh, let's take a look at our first genius. Our first genius is is Fumino, Fumino Furuhashi, genius number one. She is gifted in humanities. In the humanities, I mean, uh, foreign, uh, you know. Uh, Ancient Japanese, modern Japanese, English, Spanish, Latin. She has a flair for all languages, uh, poetry and creative writing. Again, she is she she, she could she could write a story that could literally bring people to tears. Uh, in in the first episode, uh, it, it it showed her skill by she she wrote a poem just off of the top of her head, gave it to her teacher, and she started crying. <laughs> it was so moving. But the problem is, she wants to go to to a, a hard science university. She wants to study mathematics and uh, and chemistry, but she is horrible at it. She has no aptitude for it whatsoever, but she will not change her mind. So she's like a fish who wants to study architecture. Yeah. It's weird. No one can get it. They've, been, they've tried to talk her out of it, but she's adamant. This is what she wants. Yeah, yeah, she's good at language. She's good at poetry, but that's just for fun. What she wants to do with her life is be a scientist. All right. All right. Well, she's a good girl. I mean, uh, she is she is uh, described as extremely attractive, a natural beauty, but she hasn't let that go to her head. I mean, she she doesn't act like she's beautiful. Like a, a lot of really beautiful girls, like know they're pretty, and like me. and act a little off because of it. No, she's not like that. She's a really good person. All right. So let's go to genius number two. All right. Rizu Rizu Ogata. Okay, she's gifted in hard sciences, like all of them. She she is especially gifted in mathematics and physics. I see where this is going. Yeah, yeah, but aha, uh -huh, you saw it. She wants to study humanities, especially uh, especially uh, creative writing and languages. The only problem is she sucks. Exact problem, opposite opposite uh, scholastic ability of our first genius. Now, uh, again, uh, she's kind, but she has no social skills at all. I mean, she she got the Sheldon Cooper syndrome, no social skills whatsoever. All, all right, right fair so enough. so that that's that's the dynamic that she brings to the table. Now, the main antagonist, if you can call this thing having an antagonist at all, because it is not an opposition-driven anime. Okay, but the headmaster is is the guy who's pulling the strings behind the scenes. He's holding that VIP uh, placement over Narayuki's head. 
Now, uh, we have a clip of him uh, of him uh, bringing uh, bringing Nariyuki into the office for the first time to tell him that he's willing to give the placement. Go ahead and roll that beautiful bean footage. Yes, you said it. Oh boy, baby. Then they come in. You look kind of intense. Get to the university of their choice. Yeah, that's the problem. The university of their choice. Now, uh, the problem is that his his uh, his academy will lose standing if two obvious geniuses do not get into university. <laughs> right, because it would make their like, what's wrong with that place? Exactly. These are geniuses, and they didn't get to university. It must be the school's fault. It's got to be the school's fault. Right, well, Everyone knows that they're absolutely genius at everything. They, they win all the awards, all the prizes for for the stuff they're good at. But they want to get into universities that. that cater to the stuff they suck at. So. Uh, he he has uh, he has Naruyuki uh, tutor them, and that is the the impetus of of the the anime. He's trying to teach them to be good at what they're bad at. Now the cool thing is he is he is the one person for the job because he is bad at everything, but he has an eighty percent or higher in all subjects because of his of his study and work ethic, yeah, and he's enough. trying to impart that to these 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 uh these young ladies now this is a very very japanese themed anime right, right. yeah yeah work work hard harder hardest and you can succeed that's right that's blackout no nothing right. else except studying go to university right. and then do exactly. the same thing now again. yeah what, what the headmaster secretly wishes is that that they would just give up and go in the university for their specialty he truly believes they will be happy catering their lives to what they're good at Personally, I believe that too. Maybe they but would. Maybe, yeah, maybe they would. But they are just stone cold against that. So that is that is the uh, the uh, you know hook of this anime. So, All right. What did I think of it? Three and a half stars. Oh yeah, it's not three bad. and a half stars. It was fun. the The premise is good. I I, I like the idea of, of him being poor like like Kenny, but not you know looked down upon. Because he's not. I mean, he he is the poorest student as at his academy. He's there on a scholarship. All right, but all of his classmates do not do not treat him differently. They they treat him like like an equal, which I liked. I liked that a lot. And the characters themselves, because this is a character driven anime, if the characters were not well written, this just wouldn't work at all. It would fail right out of the gate. But no, it doesn't because the characters interact with each other, and 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 interact with problems that arise because of plot very well they're well written i like that and the supporting cast like the headmaster and the teachers and the former tutors that crop up for uh here and there they are very very well written they have motivations of their own they have strengths they have weaknesses again solid supporting cast 
Now, what I didn't like about this anime is the lack of urgency. Now, it could be just me. Hey, you know what? I, I'm used to more opposition-based anime where there's a bad guy to defeat and you have to have steps to go and beat that bad guy. And that gives you the urgency, the urgency to succeed. But this one, like I said, it's more story and character-driven and there isn't a whole lot of, of uh, impetus to move the plot along. And sometimes you feel that while watching you're like wow this is kind of dragging a sure. little bit sure. so you're more super of a slice bad. of life anime yes very slice of life yep now uh another thing is in the first few episodes uh naruyuki talks about his father his father is the one at a very young age he came home from school and he was crying because he didn't get any of his subjects and his father said listen i was the same way all right Nothing came easy for me. I'm sorry this is happening to you. What I had to do was I had to work three times harder than everyone else. I had to study three times harder. I had to I had to uh, I had to stay up three times later. I had to do it three times longer, and to, just to be twenty percent better. So his father is the one who instilled this ethic in him, and he has his father's picture in his room. I don't want to say like a shrine. But it's the only picture in his room, all right? But they, his father's gone. Now, is he dead? Is he just is his, is he divorced from his from his from his wife from his mom? Is he is he just away on business all the time? They don't say. Well, Either way, they say nothing. It's possible they haven't got there yet. I. It's been nine episodes. That's true. Dad's dad's never home. Yeah, Rick Sanchez was asking how many uh, episodes it was. Yep, uh, in the in my in my uh, initial uh, slide for the yes, information. It's currently nine. Currently nine, exactly right. But it's the, an ongoing ep- series. Episode nine dropped today. It's an ongoing series. It is. So yeah, that, I have a problem with that because you know normally I'd be okay with it, but they reference the father so many times in the first three episodes. Like, okay, you got to tell me what happened to him, but they never do. It's Fair upset. Enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but overall, three and a half stars. You're not going to be wasting your time. This is a good representation of character and story-based anime. Very cool. And and for a harem anime, and oh yeah, it's a harem anime. It's an innocent harem anime where the, the girls end up falling for him and he's completely oblivious to it type harem anime. So it's not dirty. It's not anything. Your, your children can watch it with you and you can giggle about how you know he's clueless and stuff like that. It's fine. You'll like it. Fair enough. Very nice. Now, that was the good one. That one looks less happy. This one looks less happy. I gotta say, it is. It made me less happy. As a matter of fact, are you just instant reinstituting the the uh, the alcohol? I'm reinstituting the alcohol. This is my very last Netflix anime review. Why is that, Heathen Dog? Because. Uh, they have a exclusive contract with people who only do CGI. Would that animation. be Polygon Studios? That would be Polygon Studios. And uh, it sucks. It sucks. But you know what? I'm going to get to that in a minute. Right now, we're going to talk about Revisions. Revisions is an anime about uh, a city, uh, uh, Shibuya, that is taken from the year 2017 and thrust, tra- transported, teleported, co-located however you want to say it to the year 2388 and they they now have to live the real real what happened in the future and it's not roses it's all post-apocalyptic 
it's not great let's let's look at the details here uh this one uh season one has finished started january 10th and ended march 28th so just uh you know just under what two months ago with 12 episodes and you can watch it if you want to don't on netflix i wonder how you viewed it oh yeah you're gonna love it okay let's look at the main characters here daisuke dojima daisuke i just love saying his name daisuke okay daisuke is a punk or a thug fair enough he he is i thought i thought maybe it was just me that that that, that i thought he was he was written by an idiot like all of his lines were written by 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 a monkey of some kind and max liao watched a couple episodes said yeah that the the main character is a d-bag and i'm like okay well well max and i are you know old crotchety get off my lawn type people so you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna do a cursory search daisuke what do you think everyone thought he was a d-bag so okay there you go now why I like is that he to be the hero there you go now why is he a d-bag well when he was a little kid he was kidnapped all right he was kidnapped and... agrees that he's a d-bag yeah agree with me that's good <laughs> now he was uh he was kidnapped as a kid and uh this this strange pink-haired woman along with his childhood friends saved him and the pink-haired woman said he has a destiny he's going to protect everyone was it sarah connor's no oh it wasn't sarah connor but it might as well have been and that this is going to happen you have to be ready so what in, instead of studying instead of thinking of the future like the like you know the future that will most likely happen he's thinking about his destiny he has to protect people so he all of his friends if they're in any kind of danger perceived or not he is there to friggin body block a bloke man just just knock him and and kick well, their I guess teeth he took in. it to heart yeah he took it very literally uh xsr right? hardy says that shonen usually has dear bag protagonists that's actually true uh, well, now, uh, Bleach, uh, he's not a D-back, he's uh, brash. He starts off pretty much as a D-back. Yeah, he's, he's brash, but he's not a thug. You know, he doesn't beat on people for, he, he beats on people who are, who are yeah, taking advantage of the weak. true, but, no, yeah. Look at the thing. Daisuke beats on people for looking at someone sideways, uh, right? Well, so he's an extra strength D-back. He's an extra strength D-back thug, yeah. So, yeah, he overreacts because of the prophecy. Yeah, the good ones right? get growth, Hardy, yeah. yeah. Hawkins says, uh, does DBZ count? Does DBZ count? Uh, well, yeah. no, not really, because Goku is so good-natured. Yeah, he's not, a D, he's not really he's a D-bag. He's not a D-bag. He's, he's, he's literally honest with everything he does. And, and if he thinks you're a bad guy, he's going to bust you up. If he thinks you're a good guy, he's going to help you out. He just spends, yeah. you know, 10 episodes getting to the fight, then three episodes screaming and punching. That's, yeah, that's, that's what, you know, that's what happens. It's, it's, it's a fun thing. to watch, though. I'm not gonna yeah. Lie. Anyway, our next main character is Milo. Milo is a resident of 2388 and a member of ARV. Is that like a really cool boy band? ARV. Or girl a band? ARV. Now, it is an acronym, but oh. I did I, I tried to look it up because I'd forgotten what the acronym meant. And apparently, they only say it one time in the anime, and I couldn't find it. And it's not written anywhere else. All so heroes I, revere Valkyries. There you go. That, Mark says, wait, that. does does Shonen count as DBZ? Or does, does DBZ count as Shonen? No, I don't think I don't, so. I don't think so. I don't I think, think it's so. grown beyond that. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Milo is an agent called a balancer. And a, a balancer is a human being who was born with a quantum brain. Oh, I had that. Now, I a quantum brain allows you 
to recognize times and places where singularity events can happen. Mm. Now, uh, the the uh, city of, of uh, Shibuya, or whatever it's called, uh, co-locating from 2017 to 2388 is a singularity event. It's it's where two two times and places merge for a long time or a short time, whatever, but for a period of time, and they actually exist in two places at once. Sure, right. And she has the ability to use these what I'm what I like to call soft soft pockets in the fabric of reality to go between two different parts of the timeline, so she can jump forward or backward in time. All right, I'm in. I'm in. Using her quantum break now. Uh, she's, uh, she's emotionally shut down because when she was, she lives in the post-apocalyptic future, right? When she was like nine, her entire family was murdered. So she can, she gets a pass on being emotionally shut down. All right. That's all right. then. She gets a pass. Now she's trying to protect humanity's future from the revisions, which I'll get into later. They, They are the main antagonists. I'll get into them in a minute, but, uh, that that's, that's who killed her family. So she, she's got beef. All right. She's got beef. Now, her pink hair, not a coincidence. She went to the past to save Daisuke's life. And she's the one who, who gave Daisuke the prophecy. But right. when they meet her in the first episode, the, all the kids instantly recognize her as the woman from the past, but she doesn't know who they are. Ah. It, it's all timey-wimey. Yeah, that hasn't happened it's for like her It's like a buddy yet. complex thing. Yeah. Now, let's, let's talk about his friends, the other main characters, the, the Shibuya Defense Force, or SDS. All right. These are the group of kids that pilot what are called string puppets, which are the worst mechs possible, the open-air mechs. <laughs> oh, like the, uh, like the tanks in uh, Southern Cross. Yes, yes. Or uh, worse, worse even, it's even more like the uh, the uh, construction exoskeleton in Aliens that 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 uh, Ripley used. Oh, that, to, that's, to beat that's the queen. super awesome as a combat vehicle. Yeah, super awesome as a combat. Great as a construction vehicle. Right. Really crappy in a fight. Right. right? Like shoot and me That's anywhere, exactly please. what they are. That's exactly open air mechs. Stupidest design ever. I hate it. Now only these kids can pilot these mechs. Why? Well, uh, for some reason. For some reason, their brainwave patterns were sent from the future, from the future of 2388 to 2388 to say, hey, make these mechs to work with these brainwave patterns. Because in the future, the ARV knew that that, uh, that the city was going to jump from 2017 to 2388, and these kids were going to be there, and they are supposed to pilot these so, mechs. Like that's I said, how they got their teenagers with fun. attitude. It, yeah, it's all timey-wimey. It gets real convoluted. Your things are on. There it is. So, uh, all members of the SDS uh, were the friends, were, were, were the circle of, 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 of Daisuke's friends when he was a kid and, and he was kidnapped. They were all there when, when Milo saved him and killed the kidnapper. All right. And, and they all share that secret because they, uh, they, they told the cops, like, no, we, he was gone when we got here. Temporal paradox collapse imminent. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So they're 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 the saviors of uh of of uh, Shibuya District, right? Whatever. Now the antagonist, the revisions. They're bioorganic monsters. All right. When they're first introduced, they kill or kidnap everyone. Now, we have a clip. I'm going to warn you now. 
This clip is not for the faint of heart. There is blood. Warning. All right, I'm going to cover there my There is eyes. death in the clip. All right, so when you're ready, go ahead and roll it. Everyone, gird yourself. Gird thy loins. Gird thy loins. Are, there, are they dead yet? Is there blood yet? No, not yet. Let me know. Here it comes. Nothing creepy is happening. There, is it? Oh, there it is. There, it's coming. It's, it's, it's coming. over? Wait, wait. No, you it's coming. It's over. Coming. All right, so it's over. I can look now, right? Oh, God! Oh, uh, yeah. There you go. That's not there cool. Yeah. No, that's not good. That is not how that, you make friends. Oh, yeah. Squeezed her like a juice box. At least he goes in the tube. Aw. Yep. Yeah, that, that's the thing. They kill some people, but they try and steal others. Otherwise, sure, they're they're just mindlessly violent. All right, but for some reason that is not immediately clear in the first couple episodes, they they choose some people to try and take. Other people they just squish. Maybe they want the the right brain waves. That that'd be creepy. Yeah, it is. Now the backstory of these folk, of the of these revisions, is sad and absolutely brutal. I'm not going to tell you because it doesn't fall into my first three episode rule. If it doesn't happen in the first three episodes, I can't talk about it because those are spoilers. And I and if you if you're going to watch it, don't. Then I I don't want to ruin it for you. All right. Hardy yeah. says, uh, "Steins Gate X, Darling in the Franks." I haven't seen that. Steins Gate. I I'm actually I'm familiar with Steins Gate. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, didn't you I was didn't you review Steins Gate? No, I didn't do Steins Gate. No. That was I on the list. Dar- I didn't do Darling in the Franks either. They sound like those are both creepy. No, they they are they're 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 timey wimey. I've well. seen the beginning of Steins Gate. Hmm. Anyway, what did I think of it? Not much. Oh. Two stars. All right. Now I would have given it less because it hurt me on an emotional level, but I tried to be a little more level-headed because the story is interesting. I I got to tell you, the story is interesting. Uh, having having uh, an entire city, uh, it, it was like cut into a circle, like like displaced gone from 2017 and just appear in 2388 you know all the infrastructure is intact is they have no power and no water because you know they didn't have a power plant in their city limits and they didn't have a water reclamation plant in their city limits so they have to you know fend for that but uh it the 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 premise is good the premise is good and the supporting cast i was really impressed with i was really impressed with uh with the police chief and and the 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 local government, they had their own, you know, agendas and strengths and flaws and foibles and, and all that stuff. And they really made time in the writing to, to give the secondary characters time to make the, the story itself have more flavor. And I liked that. I appreciated that. What I did not appreciate is CGI. It's get, it's getting worse I don't know how it's not as bad as Ultraman, but what Eesh. I want you to do, what I want you to do is play that clip again. But before you do, I want you to watch for two things. I want you to watch the the kids that are scrambling to get off of the roof through the door. And I want you to watch the, the shading on people's face and bodies. And you'll see what I mean. The whole damn anime is like this. I gotta Go watch ahead and roll it again. I don't want to watch it. All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, look at me. Oh, 
the movement of the people trying to scramble off the roof is just horrendous. It is it is uncanny valley nonsense. And the shading on their face, uh, oh look at that. That's not. Oh God, it just it hurts me. Other oh. things are hurting me to watch. But yeah, the, the jerkiness, the motion is kind of how these things are. I know, I know. It yeah. is CGI. It it hits it hits the uncanny valley and all the wrong notes. It's it's not good. It's uncomfortable to watch. And anyone who says, "Oh no, I like CGI anime," is someone I don't want on this channel. Max the out is gonna is gonna yell at me for that. Do not alienate your fans. No, if you like CGI anime anime, I want you gone. I don't want you around me. It hurts me that bad that I cannot do Netflix anime again. I can't until they get away. Until until they get away, I can't do it. I can't. So two stars, I could easily be talked down to one and a half, easily. Yeah, Sheriff gave it one point and a half. Yeah. Yep. The only reason I gave it two was because of the supporting cast. The supporting cast writing Fair was enough. very strong, very strong. Uh, everyone's laughing at Amar Hawkins' review of Blue Sea Nine and how pointless and terrible it was. <laughs> and the end was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what are your thoughts on this segment? What are your thoughts on CGI anime? Is he the dog wrong? And it is like the way of the future, and he needs to get on board that train, that jerkily animated train. God, Do you have any suggestions for future anime, like Project Echo? Any suggestions for the next tabletop RPG he speaks about? Perhaps even something as exciting as Tunnels and Trolls. Oh. Or, no, no, uh, what was it? What was it? Uh, treasure and bl Blood and Treasure. Oh, Blood and Treasure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Blood and Treasure, yeah. yeah. So something like that would be cool. But thank you very much, Heathen Dog. And remember, there's more Heathen Dog on YouTube. Full streams of anime, comics, games, members only chat, giveaways, more giveaways, giveaways, giveaways. It just seems like it's on there a lot. <laughs> All get, the giveaways. Don't forget, if you join the YouTubes, you get the monthly Q&A with Legion of Myth. And it counts towards Patreon giveaway goals for our big old event. And don't forget to do more Heathen Dog anime on the stream segments. Tabletop gaming fundamental segments. Team-ups with Garthon and Elgarian. And select the video game streams. Thank you, Heathen Dog. You are welcome. It's my turn. <clears throat> Whether you are a longtime fan of comic books or someone ready to take the plunge into the comic book genre, look no further than Garthon's Comic Pool. Join Garthon live every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Time on twitch.tv slash legionofmyth. Ask your comic book questions and engage in comic book discussions with Garthon directly. Now, let's give it up to Garthon. All right, kids, you just heard what time it is. Yes, Garthon's comic poll. Garthon buys comics. Garthon reads comics. Subscribe to Garthon! Kabam! And Garthon will tell you about comics. Special giveaway right now. Shadow right Video Game Trilogy. Because we missed you last week. Oh, Shadow right. Returns. Shadow and Dragonfall. Shadow All Kong. three. Kong. All three That's of them right. at once. All three of them giveaway right now. Followers and subscribers. That's right. These Only are Steam comments. keys. Remember that. We Steam. have to have at least, what is it, at least 10 people? That's right. 10 people. At least 10 people to roll on this. We're going to open it right now. Exclamation point shadow run Ooh. to get in on this. A and, shadow uh, with a W and run with an N. Yeah. It's true. it's true. It's true. That's how it's spelled. Well, Shadow Lou has no W. Shadow run. Does. Yes, Shadow Run. But Shadow Rum 
the well-known pirate RPG has an oh, M in it. Oh, right. Yep. Well-known pirate RPG. That's the way it works. Yep. Yep. Whereas Logan's Run has no shadow in it at all. But That's it does true. have it's a It's spelled run. completely differently. Yep. Not the last three letters. Nope. Plot very different. But both are dystopian futures. All right. And we will be rolling on this at the end of Garthon's segment, so... What is it called in Logan's Run where they go and they reach the Ascension, but no one ever does it because it's rigged? Not Festival or Carnival. Is it Festival? I, ca carnival. I think it's Carnival. I, I don't remember. No, no one ever does it. Everyone dies. It's just a loop. Anyway. <laughs> so remember, exclamation point, Shadowrun to join. Zahn is joined. Mark Hawkman likes Shadowloo. Mark Hawkman is joined. Everyone join. Carousel. 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 That's it. The right of Carousel. That's yeah, it. Yeah, everyone just dies. No one ever makes it. You would think eventually people would figure it out, but everyone gets killed too early to have to have a real memory of it. What yep. else is in? Excellent. The spinning thing in Logan's Run was a popsicle control gimmick. It was. Spoiler yes. alert. Oh, <laughs> the... Spoiler it's alert. only what? 50 years old? Come on. <laughs> Spoiler alert people on a 50-year-old movie. <laughs> Great movie, though. It really yeah. is. Still, it still holds up. It does. It does. Well, the, the ideas do. Yeah. Yeah. No, even the film still. Film anyway. <clears throat> Let us begin with Super. All right. We will have the giveaway, the actual winner, at the end of the reviews. First up, Superman, Leviathan Rising, number one. Written by, oh, brother. Mark Andreco, Brian Michael Bendis, Matt Fraction, Greg Rucka. Pencils by Steve Lieber, Eduardo Pancia, Yannick Paquette, Mike Perkins. Inks, Julio Ferreira, Steve Lieber, Yannick Paquette, Mike Perkins. Colors, Hi Fi, Nathaniel Fairbairn. I know. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul Mounts and FCO Placencia. Cover by Nathan Fairbanks and Yannick Paquette. The epic struggle to control a DC universe begins here. Yeah, it, it's it's never good when I when I see a whole bunch of writers. Well, that's because it's actually multiple stories. Oh, okay, good, good, good. So that's that's why. Uh, this is a big ten dollar book. It's a big thick slab of a monster. That's right there. So it's big. Yeah, I'd guess it almost a centimeter. Yeah, it's pretty thick. So big old oh, yeah. book, ten bucks. Uh, a really small trade, or a really small trade. Yeah, true. Yeah. So all right, multiple stories run through this book. Uh, Leviathan has been the villain hinted at uh, in the Superman book for ever since Roggle Zoggle Zoggle um, got his ass kicked and Supergirl flew into space because she's the only one who cared about him. Apparently the meanwhile, Leviathan has recently taken out the DEO. He's killed a whole bunch of people. He's uh, Wait, nearly Leviathan is a dude, not an organization. It's both. Oh, okay. So Leviathan has nearly killed Lois Lane's father. Leviathan has, they tried to kill, Amanda Waller. They were not very successful. Well, no, she's she's slippery one. So, uh, this book. Ah, uh, hey, good brushwork. Good to see you. Meanwhile, this book starts out with Leviathan, who is wearing uh, digital face camouflage, which keeps changing his face every couple seconds. Uh, that's why you see the digitized things on his on that guy's face. Um, he cooks up with. Leone, who is the head of an organization with the Red Cloud, who's been basically running a crime spree in, Go in 
Metropolis under Superman's nose. They have a lot of rules, like you never say the word Superman. You never say the word Lois Lane. <laughs> you never say the word Kryptonite. You know, there's all mm. these rules because he listens for certain words. Um, but they've been, and he's been kind of at odds, like trying to figure out this organization this whole time. Yeah, join the giveaway. But here, Leviathan meets with her, and she's like, how the hell do you even know who I am? It's like, oh, I'm Leviathan. I make my invis. It's like, uh-huh. So they basically have a brief chat about, let's say you wanted to kill Superman. How would you do it? And she's like, well, basically the conversation boils down to, everyone who tries to kill him is an idiot. Because they try and take him on with force, or they grab a big old chunk of green rock and try and go for it. That's always stupid. It never works. Mainly because, right when they have him, they have to say their master plan and why they're doing it, and that's when Superman whoops the hell out of them. Mm. Also, you have to. the key is, you make him come to you. You put him in a trap. You do not go after Lois Lane. Lois that Lane, really pisses him everyone off. thinks that she's, a, that she's a soft target. She's the innocent reporter. No, no, no. Her father's one of the most dangerous men in the world. If anything happens to her, Superman is there in a second. She has the automatic publish button on one of the largest print journals in the entire world. This is not a soft target. This is a nightmare for any supervillain. Uh, Sharon says, I have it. If I can re-roll the winner if you get it. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Uh, Randall says, are they on Shadow Returns? Well, you get the others. It'll be fine. Well, yeah, you'll, you'll get the other two. That's fine. Hi, yeah. the official man. The... Uh, wait, wait. F official man, go ahead and type uh, exclamation point Shadow Run, and you can enter the giveaway. All right, sorry, go ahead. So, basically, it's actually kind of a really neat conversation between two high-level supervillains who are both like, okay, we're not idiots. We're not mustache-twirling fools. We're not the Joker. We're not doing it for the lols. We have long-term mm. goals, and we plan to be alive for them. Good plan. And it's actually an interesting conversation that they kind of like get ideas off of each other, but each one is trying not to give up anything. So they say, oh, it's an interesting conversation. They kind of part their ways. At which point, Superman goes off to do, to, uh, you know, he's doing his thing, goes off to save someone, and looks in his apartment and notices that people are waiting there to kidnap him. Not Superman, they're waiting to kidnap Clark Kent. Not Lois. Because they know Lois isn't currently staying there. They're actually after him. You can tell by the way they're going to his stuff and his room. And they're like, oh, they're after me. So with all that, Lois, you know, he calls Lois and says, hey, Lois, someone's trying to kidnap me. And she's like, does, does well, go stop. It's like, no, no, I'm going to get kidnapped. It'll be great. I've never been kidnapped. You're the one who always gets kidnapped. It's not fair. I want to turn. So she basically tells him, all right, wait, no, this is a bad idea because you're going to have to act like you're afraid or in danger and you're terrible at acting. You're actually the worst because acting is lying and you can't do it. It's like, no, no, it'll be great. I'm good at this. So he shows up in Clark Kent form and they tase him. And he's like, oh, God, I'm tased. Ah, and he falls his like flop to the floor. And they're like, wow. Yay, thank you for the follow. So. Oh, there we go. Yeah, I was just about to tell him he has to follow. Yep. <laughs> and now you right. can enter. Now you can enter. But they uh, they tase him and he like flops on the floor and they're like wow this is more powerful than I thought it was I've never actually hit someone I guess that really hurts. Um, but they ground they take him, and Talia Al Ghul shows up. Like so Clark Kent you will tell us who Superman is. He's like yeah I don't know about that. Is he? Nah. Uh, why don't you tell me who what your connection to Leviathan is first? He's like yeah I don't think so. We know Superman is your friend. He's gonna come for you. So we're gonna put this kryptonite vest on you so when he comes he'll be weakened. 
He's like, oh, wait, wait, uh, oh, crap. Uh, bad idea, no, it's not. <laughs> he's, like, uh, trying to convince them, no, this isn't, you probably shouldn't have that on me, and it's because, oh, crap. <laughs> now he's boned. Now he's absolutely boned. Uh, here's where it gets, at the, uh, he doesn't show back up home for a day or two. Lois freaks out. Because she's like, okay, there's no, he's not answering his calls. He's not checking his mail. He's doing nothing. So she whips out the, the cigarettes where she's hidden them uh, in a lead box oh, in the freezer nice. in a Ziploc bag. You're kidding. That's awesome. <laughs> where she hides the cigarettes and lighter. Uh, and she makes the call on her cell phone to Batman. And he's like, you know, she's like, you know, smoke is there. He's like, yeah, someone kidnapped him. This isn't good. He's not back. He's like, he's maybe just playing along. He's like, you maybe shouldn't freak out. And he's like, excuse me. I don't want to freaking do in here. If he's gone this long, it's a problem. That's why I'm calling you. You know, if you call me, you can never go, don't give me this crap. Just look for it. World's greatest detective. It's like, oh, all right, sorry. Damn, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> damn. Why are you so mean? Click. You cannot. Well, that's actually face to face. You cannot intimidate Lois Lane. No, no, it's not happening. God bless Lois Lane's character development because she is a hard-nosed reporter. She's been kidnapped a million times. Superman has not been there all the time. Her father is one of the most dangerous men in the world. She knows martial arts. Yeah. It's actually yeah. been a nice she, character she, development. She, She's just all gristle. Pretty much at this point. Yeah. Um, Wonder Woman shows up, and she explains it, and Wonder's like, oh my god, was he going to act? And Lois is like, I know, right? <laughs> He's the worst, right? Uh, Batman shows back up. Uh, Lois is right. I checked the apartment. Yeah, as the world's greatest detective. And uh, yeah, what she said is exactly right. She's like, yeah, I know, thanks. It's like, well, I'm going to go get the Justice League. We'll find Superman. Yes, we'll go together. They fly off. She's like, well, I don't want to find Superman. I'm looking for Clark, you idiots. Which is an interesting point, I thought. Because they immediately go into find Superman mode. And that's not the mode they need to be in. Which is, I could see that actually happening. So it was, it was, I thought it was an interesting character moment. Meanwhile, Leviathan in full Leviathan armor shows up. Uh, Mark Hawkins says... There was one comic book where Lois had to live with, uh, had to live with it when her armed escorts got gunned down when the guys kidnapped her. Yeah, that was intense. I remember that. That was really neat. So, anywho, Leviathan shows up, finds the vest on Clark, and see, and Clark is all messed up. He's like, "Yeah, I really need to apologize about this." And he pulls it off and throws it in a lead box. This isn't how this was supposed to happen. I apologize for my subordinates. I need to assure you, they're they won't be with me much longer. And he leaves. Okay. So Leviathan. And Clark is poor soups is still messed up. He's like, wait, I need you to reveal what you're doing. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> you just try <laughs> and get better. And he leaves. Uh, seconds later, after uh, you get busting into the room is Jimmy Olsen dressed in a gorilla suit like Gorilla City. Oh, like. <laughs> I remember that when he was when he worked on that kid show. No, he was a turtle then. He was Damn a turtle. It. No, he jumps into a gorilla suit minus the head with uh, the Red Lantern who's a cat on his shoulder. What? Yes, okay. there's a Red Lantern who's a cat. Sure. All right. Really tragic Angry backstory, cat. actually. Angry cat. Yeah, but runs with it. a cat on his shoulder. Um, also with him, I think, is Batman and Lois Lane dressed as Tully Al Ghul, like in the white... Uh, diamond, you know, peekaboo opening, you know, flowy what? dress. <laughs> Just busting <What>? in. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, we're here to save you. Oh, oh, thank God. Uh, so he's like, what? He, Leviathan was, he's here. They're like, just, just be quiet, calm down. 
So apparently, like, there was a daring rescue going on at the same time. Um, which, well, I'm sure is going to be shown in other issues, in other books. Uh, which then goes to Leviathan on his flying airship, talks to speak with Tali Al Ghul. Their conversation boils down to, I told you to leave the boy, uh, Mr. Blue Boy alone. And you went after him, anyway. Against my orders. That's the exact opposite of what we want to do, is try and kill him. That's how everyone loses, you idiot. And she's like, well, I figured you weren't moving fast enough. If I could kill him, I'd prove how weak you were, and I'd take over your organization. He went, yeah, I feared it was a coup. That was a really bad idea. She's like, he's like, yeah, would you have any idea my father's like, yeah, I don't care. And he, like, ejects her to go. <laughs> Very Dr. <doctor laughs> Evil. Yeah, he's like, uh, like, yeah, I, I really don't care. And poof, she's gone. Nice. Uh, Superman flies in and actually manages to grab Tali before she hits the ground. Aw. I mean, yay. <laughs> he, her dad would just throw her in the hole again and she'd get up. Yeah, fair enough. Um. At which point the ship like warps out, so he can't track it. It's like, damn it. So like, all right, Tali, tell me everything about Leviathan. And she kind of looks, considers Leviathan told her. Looks at him like, I think I'd rather just go to jail. <laughs> it's like I could get. Jail, please. It's like, I don't think so. It's like, what were you doing? What were your plans? Why Leviathan let me go? I'll take that jail now, thanks. It's like, damn it. So, weird setup, and also the very end is Leone, who's running that other underground organization, um, ends up having Red Cloud, who we talked about way many months ago, kill all of her security detail. Because someone in the security detail talked about where she was, who she was, and somehow Leviathan got a hold of that information. So she kills her whole security detail. Only way to be safe. Tally is one of the, is one of the somewhat useful supervillains. Yeah. She could be really interesting or really uninteresting. When Tom King writes her, she's really uninteresting. Understand. So, uh, there's also uh, a side story about Jimmy Olsen, because uh, they're reintroducing the Jimmy Olsen series, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen, where he wakes, where after, uh, he's doing a book tour for his photography book, and he part of the tour is Gorilla City. Um, and he got drunk on Gorilla Champagne and got hitched with this woman who turns out to be an extra-dimensional jewel thief. Because that happens every day, yeah. Well, it's Jimmy Olsen. His life is full of insane... insane. <laughs> What's funny is, like, when she explains the situation, it was like, you really wanted to get this to know. You don't want to be married to me. He's like, this is not the weirdest thing that's happened to me this week. Because <laughs> it's Jimmy Olsen, really, at this yeah. point. Um, however, she warns him, like, there, yeah, there's a cat up on the roof when I was casing the joint for other reasons I don't want to mention. Um... He wouldn't leave me alone, so I threw him in the ho in the bathroom. Goes to the bathroom, the cat has shredded everything in there, and that turns out to be the Red Lantern cat, you find out later. Whose name I can't remember! He's actually lantern really interesting. Cat. Yeah, the cat that's a Red Lantern. Yeah. Um, it's really a tragic tale. Aww. Cat, tail, get it? Bam! Uh, Dexstar! Yep, Dex-star. Okay, that's weird. Alright. Uh... Atrocitus cat. It's actually he was actually an Earth cat. It's still here where they explain Jamie Cameron. That was a good story. But yeah, it, he worked with Atrocitus. I think so. But that cat was basically like abused and like thrown in a sack and a with rocks to die, mm -hmm. and just had the like the worst cat life you could ever imagine, but still lived and just but grew up with this absolute hatred of all humans. And then when all the big ring thing was going down a few like ten years ago. 
and like a uh, Dexter's trusted his name is Trusted escape it. Yeah. So like all these rings got released into the world to find new owners, and the red ring, which is hate, chose the cat because that cat had more hate than any other being it could find. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. Yeah, yeah. But so when Jimmy's like, "Come on, kitty, please give me my clothes," and he, of course the cat shreds him up, shreds everything up, then runs to the bed, shreds the bed all up. He's like, "Oh God," uh, gets his clothes on, and then the cat starts vomiting blood everywhere. Like giant gout streams, comedic streams yeah. of blood everywhere. Tarantino levels of blood. <laughs> it's a hard cat life for us. <laughs> ah, thanks. What else? Little orphan Annie. <laughs> so, uh, but eventually he ends up running off to. Cause he figures out something bad is happening with Clark Kent because he can't get a hold of him. Something's up. So he goes to be on the case and he runs out with the cat covered in blood. Full of hope. Gorilla staring at him weirdly. So somehow that's how he ends up in a gorilla suit. Rescuing. But anyway, this was a really interesting book. It was a lot of fun. It had uh, good humor. It had some really dark moments. Leviathan is turning into a very interesting villain. Where you're like, it's not part of the plan to off Superman. He could have off Superman, it looked like. Chose not to. Because that's not how you win. That's just how you lose. Because everybody else tries killing Superman. So that's not the plan. And then you have the other ones. It's really an interesting ride. And I wonder if uh, everyone could, if Brian Michael Bendis could pull it off. Um, I really liked this book. I just sort of super loved it. The art is really solid. Uh, the different art styles work really well for what they're going for. Uh, I'm going to give it four stars. I could go three and a half. I'm going to give it four. Really liked this book. Uh, the $10 price point is worth it because there's so much story in here. If you haven't been reading Superman, it's actually a pretty good introduction into the players going on right now. Um, there's also a Supergirl story about what she's been doing now she's back on Earth. Uh, I kind of I'll gloss over that because it's not really that interesting. It's not a bad story, but it, it takes Supergirl back from being outer space back to Earth. Her parents are getting divorced because she's trying to reestablish the DEO. Um, that was the fourth story. Is Dexter wearing the ring at this point? Not at first. When you first see him rescue the cat, you don't know it's Dexter until you put together, wait, the cat Jimmy Olsen was hanging out with is the exact same cat in the red outfit with the red ring when they go to rescue Superman. And that's when you put it together. At least when I did. I'm sure other people saw it immediately and went, I bet that's Dexter. Anyway. Um, four stars, this book. Really liked it. I recommend it. It looks like an interesting start to a new series. Or at least to where Superman's going from here. Um, I liked it a lot better because it looked like Brian Michael Bendis' whole thing was going four to stars. be the... Four stars. Ah, oh, Baldahar got me. Oh, Baldahar knows. <laughs> four stars. Oh, God, please, no. 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 Four stars. But with the Roggle Zoggle stuff, which I just didn't like at all, I thought it was dumb. It's like, look, it's like Doomsday, but now he has an axe. New Doomsday with hat. So... This is a lot more interesting. I like it. I want to see where it's going. Four stars. Good book. Let's go to the next book. Doomsday Clock number 10. Oh, I've been waiting months for this. Yeah, I know. Like half a year for this freaking book. I know. Uh, written by Jeff Johns. Art by Gary Frank. Colors by Brad Anderson. Covered by Gary Frank and Brad Anderson. Again, this book does the really neat trick of looking like and feeling like the original Doomsday series, but not real. I mean, it's modern. But it does a good job capturing that feel. And you mean the original using... Watchmen? Yeah, as Watchmen. But I say 
Um, Doomsday. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. So okay. it's in the title. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, this, uh, a lot of the things they did in Watchmen was they would use allusions to like a album or a TV serial, mm-hmm. uh, and then they well movie serial, and they would link that into events happening with the superheroes. This links really heavily with uh, they showed up the same movie with for a few times, like different characters watching this old black and white film. This is about the filming of that black and white film, which is a murder mystery uh, where the lead actor actually really in real life dies the day after. Uh, rapping shooting and this is where they finally start giving you the martian manhunter not martian manhunter what am i talking i'm there's distracting noises happening so i'm getting distracted uh where finally dr manhattan is full in the book now um not just not just oh, alluded to not just alluded to he's there all right and he starts talking about how after he let well they show how after he left the watchman's universe how he said he maybe he'd find his own universe. Maybe make people. I remember that. Right. He, exactly. He talks about going on that journey and finding the DC universe. He doesn't call it that. But he hmm. finds this universe. And notice that the, the multiverse expands and collapses. Sometimes there's 52. Sometimes there's thousands. Sometimes there's just a few. But there's always this one. And it all centers around the arrival of one being Superman and all these different images, like, like kind of like a, a different viewpoint of like the covers from a smashing the car, you know, mm-hmm. and how he starts, how he talks about how he tries to manipulate time. And cause he doesn't really relate to this guy who's all goodness and light and truth and justice doesn't get it. So he starts trying to manipulate what's going on with that. He changes where he lands. He changes when he lands. And that totally changes like when the Justice Society forms, when all these different events happen. Uh, he tries erasing Superman title from reality. But reality keeps putting things back in order. It's almost like the universe he's in isn't a universe. It's a metaverse. It's a universe about the universe. And it actually seems almost aware of his meddling and keeps trying to correct which is a – I really have stories where they try to make people in a story literally shape the universe. Yeah. They're not actually doing this here because they taught him doing it, but how – like basically it's, an, it's like an explanation of all the crises, flashpoints, all these things. Like something will happen, but then it kind of gets reset back. And it's like saying that he did this, but then like this other – the universe itself seemed to conspire to set things more or less back to how it was. And he tries – Eventually, he talks about how he kept pushing Superman's arrival further back and further back until it was very recent. Uh, then it kind of showed him in his new 52 costume. And how when he arrived this time, he was more distanced from people. He made sure that he's his, he didn't grow up with his, with the Clarks, uh, with the Kents, that they died really early. So he was more distant, more separate from humanity. He could relate to him more. Of course, everyone hated that version of Superman. Uh, <laughs> but... At the same time, they start relating that to how when he got into this universe, he almost got stuck. Like, he couldn't see all time like he used to be able to. Like, his interferences were causing time to change enough that even he couldn't quite see everything. Because he's not in a true universe, it's a metaverse. So, interesting concept. And so he says that he felt confusion for the first time since he was, since he was blinded by tachyons. 
by Ozymandias. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting to see him go through this process. At the same time, I talked about the actor and his play and the movie he's in. Uh, he sees him at different time periods. Like he eventually, at one point, finds him down and out, and they go to have uh, lunch. He takes, kind of feels, takes pity on the guy for some reason, takes him to dinner at this diner. And the guy is just thinking about quitting everything, and he says, "In a year from now, you'll be you'll be in such and such movie. You'll be one of the successful in the world." You just need to go to this audition. It's like, oh, and then he disappears. And then you see little snippets of like every like once a year he reappears at this diner and the guy's waiting for him and he tells him what happened. It's like, hey, so what else is in store for me? And he'll tell him, oh, in a year from now, this. Just because he sees no consequence for it, and he keeps ending up back there for some reason. He's not sure if he wants to be there or if something else is making him be there. But it, there's all these interesting back and forth timey wimey questions and consequences, and the way they t- uh, they tie his meddling with the universe to the way this guy's life ends up getting going really well and then being destroyed by outside forces. And they tie that into the idea that Superman realizes he's manipulating the universe behind him, and he's mad, and there's probably nothing he can do about it. Nothing that uh, Dr. Manhattan can do about it. And it ends kind of with the image of like a red-eyed Superman coming at him. So, interesting book. Pretty deep to kind of like explain it without reading the first nine issues in front of it. Do you have any panels? Uh, yeah. It starts off in black and white as because they're filming the film. I should have shown the panels right. earlier. You should have said something. Yeah. Well, but sorry. I, I, I thought up. you were going to get to it, but I thought I the did get to it. set up. Yeah. There, there it is. But uh, it's a, the art looks very reminiscent of the original Watchmen series. It's not the same artist, obviously. This artist actually is better. <laughs> um, hate to say, but he's a much better artist. But he does a great job evoking that feel the original artist had in Watchmen. The coloring is just fantastic. They couldn't do this kind of coloring back when Watchmen was originally released. Mm. It is a very dense and interesting book. Not a lot, uh, pretty much nothing in the way of punching people action. But the way the story moves, the way he ties everything together, is really a slick piece of work. And it's one of those, this is what comics are about type books. That being said, it's not the best book I've ever read. It's not super fantastic. It is nice to finally start getting the reveals of Dr. Manhattan in there. I mean, we only got a couple issues left. (laughs) It'll probably be a year before they're both out. (laughs) Most likely. (laughs) Well, what's funny is you look up... Doomsday Clock, 2017. Like, ooh. Youch. <laughs> that started in 2017, did it? That's a 12-issue series. That should have been over uh, in 2018. It is now 2019. <laughs> Late 2019. So, interesting book. Not something I would say give to your 12-year-old little brother who loves comic books. Um, it's got a higher higher threshold right. for uh, appreciation. Right. Yeah. Much like the original Watchmen, it's something, it's like a comic book for comic book people. Right. It's still accessible, but you kind of have to have an appreciation of DC's history and the Watchmen to really get everything they're pulling together here. I was really impressed. Really, really impressed. I enjoyed this book a lot. Um, sometimes it's a little heavy handed, you know, maybe a little melodramatic, but also it's supposed to be at those moments. So I don't know if it's on purpose or what, but the whole book works really well, and I'm going to do it again 
four stars. Yeah, oh, wow. had to do it. Had to do it. Four stars. Wow. It's a great book. I can't quite five star though. I can't bring myself to do that. But it really made me want to read the next book. I really enjoyed reading it. It's super text heavy, but I was never like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the key points? The skimming. No, I want to know. This was a really good book. So four stars it is. And our last book. Deep breaths. Deep breaths. You want me to pour one for you? No. All right. <laughs> Heroes in Crisis number nine. Written by Tom King. Art by Clay Mann. Colors by Tomomori. Covered by Clay Mann and Tomomori. Clay Man, as I've said before, is too good to be on this book. Uh, oh, uh, I told you I was going to remind you this. That uh, you 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 have the theory <laughs> that uh, the former CIA CIA uh, affiliated Tom King Tom King yes is uh, somehow uh, blackmailing the people at DC to get a uh, uh, good right is the only way i can see tom on king his, on his crap book. keeps getting not only like the premier books i want to be on batman sure thing tom i want to go and have the best artist in the industry sure thing tom he's yours clay man you got i want jim lee well jim lee is like they have the company oh damn i want clay man sure thing wait i should be doing real books no no here you go uh, he's got to have he's got to have the goods on like the head of dc he has to yep. you know it's the only explanation I can think of because his books are terrible. Absolutely awful. So, Razor says no. What I think of the Watchmen series coming to HBO? I'm intrigued by it, but I'm gonna I'm withholding all judgment. Raven's Lair. All right. So, previously, I need to lay down. Previously, on Heroes in Crisis, there's a place in the middle of nowhere. Where they, Batman built androids of farm people where superheroes could go for therapy sessions in holodecks. But so that no one would know who anyone was, they all had to wear robes and golden masks so everyone could be anonymous. Because that, I guess, was important. As they all yeah, stayed the whole, in a little yeah, house. Robes um, and golden masks. Because superheroes are all sad and broken inside. And they can't possibly be, you know, above average people. Uh, or people who know what they signed up for. Or, mm -hmm. So they're all broken and sad inside. Because when Tom King writes you, you're broken and sad inside, unless your name is Harleen Quinn. In which case, you are perfectly balanced and normal. Um, I think Tom King is the Joker. Is that an anagram of Joker in another language? <laughs> in Sanskrit, maybe. It has to be. So, uh, so while there, Wally West flipped out because he was so sad that when he was brought back into reality his family didn't make it and he just couldn't accept that idea so he uses the speed force to go inside a computer to re to re put together scrambled data that batman himself encrypted but with the speed force you could go in the computer and put that together he looked at everyone's psych profiles and everyone's boohoo sessions and decided that the only solution was to kill everyone so he kills them all, and then he, he goes, uh, in a moment of lucidity, he goes, I just killed everyone. That was a bad thing to do. However, Booster Gold and Harley Quinn are walking into the holodecks, or walking out of their holodeck session. So he 
reprograms the holodex with the speed force because you can instantly make a computer do anything when you're using the speed force. Yep, Turns sure. them around uh, like some sort of Scooby-Doo cartoon. And so they walk back in thinking they're walking out, so they both think each other killed all the, all the people. Um, eventually, Harley Quinn and Booster team up with Blue Beetle and... The Poison Ivy doesn't matter. Who cares? Uh, they and they figure out what's going on, and so they go using Booster Gold technology and Blue Beetle's ship. They modify it to go through time, so they go back in time to stop future Wally West from killing past Wally West. So that way, the idea was he would, Wally West used the Speed Force travel through time, so the future him could kill the past him. So there would be a body for Batman and Superman to uh, to deal with, so they wouldn't think that he killed everyone. He would think that Harley or Booster killed him. But, you know, timelines be so, damned. So he just fine. doubled down on stupid. Right. Right. Um, all right, so this issue, they use their time machine, they crash into the field, and they stop him from killing himself. They say, wait, let's talk about this. And they have a little talk. And he decides, oh, you're right. This was a bad idea. I am so sad inside. Harley Quinn, you are right. You are so smart and pretty. And then he gets arrested and goes off. If you had a time right. machine, why not go back to before he killed the people? Good plan. Yep. That's just, that's just spitballing here. That's idea one. And let's go on this. Tom King hates all superheroes. This this book wasn't written. This book was forced upon anyone with eyes who dared to open it. This book wasn't written but summoned from the depths of hell itself. This book made me hate comic books. Klaatu Verata Nikto. Oh my god. This The art is good, but this book should have been named, not Heroes in Crisis, it should have been named Tom King Pisses on the DC Universe. And every picture, every cover should be a picture of a DC superhero and Tom King turning back with a look, as you see a stream of urine going from his crotchal area onto them. Because that's what happens to every single hero in this series. This book delights in multiple panels, you see on the left where they have nine different heroes explaining why they're sad and broken and lame. Okay? All of them. Sometimes villains. It's freaking awful. And, the, uh, and everyone sucks, and everyone's lame, and everyone's broken and hurt, and no one can be a hero, because boo-hoo-hoo, no one respects me, no one likes me. Oh my god. It's freaking awful. And sometimes he thinks he's funny. Like Firestorm here is saying, my head is on fire. I shouldn't joke, this is serious. I'm taking it seriously. So seriously, my head is on fire. Oh, his, his head is on fire! I never noticed! Oh my god. Um, at one point, uh, he has Red Tornado say he's thinking of starting a family. Which is a direct reference to the visions, which Tom King wrote, which was good. Um... But then again, when you think about the visions, it's about him being sad and broken inside and needing a family. There's a trend, my friends. Mm -hmm. The So they just, eventually, they, and here's the thing. He doesn't kill himself, but he goes to jail for murdering all these people. All these people are still murdered. 
but they leave the program going. You know, it shows other people showing up to have their heads examined at this stupid hut in the middle of nowhere. What the freaking hell? And what's yeah, the point you, of you any may of well call it, You may as well call it a murder booth, because that's right. exactly what it is. And, and what the hell is the point of any of this? There's no redemption for anyone here. There's no interesting plot arc. There's no character development. It's Wally West starts out as a freaking loser and ends as a freaking loser in jail who just murdered a bunch of people. Sure. I hate when people act like this in real life, so why would I want to read it? Exactly! Exactly! Everyone's boo-hoo-hoo, so sad as me. Uh, Sheriff, why do you go reading King's books? This is probably it. This is the last one I'm reading. I rode the Heroes in Crisis train to hell, so you wouldn't have to. Okay, my friends? I am the one who's going to have Tom King PTSD, so you don't have to. There has to be a man wearing the goggles at the bomb test who sucks in the radiation and gets pancreatic cancer and dies early so the rest of the world doesn't have to. And yeah. my friend... So you can have freedom. I am that man for you. <laughs> this book is awful on every level except the art. It's badly written. The premise is awful. The character arcs are pathetic. They're non-existent. Um... Any character you like and respect, unless it's named Harley Quinn or Poison Ivy, is treated like crap, and no respect is paid at all to any arcs or journeys the characters have gotten previously, because Tom King reads nothing except what Tom King writes. He has no idea of any journey any character's ever gone on since 1985. Okay? He doesn't care. And if he did read them, he decided to wipe his frickin' butt with it after eating another Jimmy John's frickin' sandwich that he got hand-delivered to him by whatever sap he has blackmail on that time. Thank you, Mr. Lee. And, oh, hey, that's great. Just, uh, you, can I get an envelope full of pictures? It'll happen someday, Mr. Lee. Someday you'll get those pictures. And maybe even this, this thumb drive. Oh, God, not the thumb drive. And that's why he's allowed to keep doing this and peeing on every single character. This book has no redeeming value. It will have no collectible value. It will go down history as one of the worst ideas ever to come across the house of ideas that once was DC comic books. So I wonder what we're going to give it. The art is excellent. The art is excellent, I but feel, does it help? I hope that Clay Mann never actually had to read the script for the book. I hope that they did a Stanley Jack Kirby, here's the plan, and he just was told general things to draw, and he drew them and didn't have to read the actual dialogue. Because if that's the truth, and he had to read the dialogue for all these books early and stare at it while making pictures for it, that man needs to be put on a suicide watch immediately and given real counseling. If Clay Mann is never seen again, you'll know why. Because he couldn't handle writing for Tom King. What do we got? I'm looking for the CIA black helicopters. <laughs> Half star. Bam! It there it is. Hurts. This book made me hate comic books. I, I had to wait like another day before I could read another book. It was bad. It was bad on every level except the art. But the art there's can't no even, redeeming can't even, feature of yeah, it. Not not even save it, but can't even bring it up out of the crap hole that it's in. If you are unable to read the written language of whatever language you buy this book in, it's it's interesting to look at. I'll give it hmm. that. The, the cover is awesome. I, I like it. 
It's it's stylistic. It's yeah. it's well drawn. It's giving the idea of Wally West colors. and Wally West in some yeah. dramatic. Yeah, yeah. There's a little yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Yeah. This is the worst comic I've ever read in my entire life. Wow. That includes anything written by moody, uh, my chemical romance listing teenagers in trench coats who wrote a who write who wrote a book called uh, Death Mistress about a sexy lady with guns who lives and loves death. Okay, that's wait, wait, better wait, than wait. this. Wait, not Worse actually, than Steve, uh, Steve Rogers being at Hydra. Better. Oh God, I would take that any day over this book. Oh shit! Holy crap! I want. I will take a sequel to Secret Empire. Oh my God! <laughs> Rather, if, if oh, they say he's surprised, Jack, the world's ending. If they, it's over. Right, if they say, it's "Hey, over. we're making Here's a Crisis number ten oh, as a surprise," uh, uh-uh, uh, I'd rather. If my choice is Here's a Crisis issue ten or Secret Empire two, a full year-long extravaganza, that's where I'm going. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I didn't think this day would happen. No, I'm not talking Lady Death. I'm, I'm talking about an unpublished comic a bunch of teenagers wrote unlined paper and stapled together and called a comic book. There you go. We all did it when we were we were in junior high. Everyone so, did it. That's what I'm talking about. Or everyone knows someone who did it. Yeah, and it's really deep, and all the characters are based off girls who wouldn't date the artist. You know? Yep. So... Yep. <sighs> wow. Okay, let's, let's, let's move on. You know what? I, I want to I give this thing away. I want to give this thing away. Don't read this book unless you believe in no. a higher power to save you from it. Okay? There is no there's no higher power. If you don't have, like, dedicated willpower. Oh, yeah. They have a great joke where Green Lantern says he doesn't know what willpower is. Oh, that's funny. No, tell me that. Tell me you made that up. You made that up. You made that up. Nope. T- tell me you made it up. Nope. Tell, tell me you made it up. Nope. Tell me. And they tell have me. every Robin talking about how. Even this the Robin's dead one? the funny one, and this Robin's the strong one. What am I? I'm nothing. Every Robin says that. Every, every Robin. So every has Robin thinks they're worthless, and the other Robins, other Robins are yeah. cool. Except Damien, who's just like, I could kill you, you know, because he's yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah, he's just a punk. <sighs> Damien's actually an interesting character, but not when Tom King writes him. No one's an no. interesting character when Tom King writes him. No, them. no. Tom King is bringing his own problems to the table. He's got to he's got to stop doing that disorders. or get out. Stop doing that or get out. Oh, I'm so sad inside now, but I had to let that out. I feel slightly better now that I talked about it. Good. I just need to go to a little shack in the fields where the androids will have the holodecks for me. So what do you think of this segment? What are your thoughts on Heroes in Crisis? Any suggestions for future comic reviews? Let me know. Because I've let you know my thoughts on Heroes in Crisis. I'd like to hear yours. No Thank more King Comics. That's the suggestions. Yep. Yeah, trust me. I'm not reading any more King Comics. King's actually off Batman pretty soon, too. Yeah. But they're giving him Batman slash Catwoman. Because that went so well earlier. When the marriage and stuff. That was great. Everyone loved Whatever. that. Whatever. I'd rather your team be Scorched and Livewire. Me, too. Where's the tries to have to think about King? Very wise. I he's on my list of do not reads now. He's DNR right now. I just I, I let's give away the lucky winner for Shadowrun trilogy. Oh, 
right. I'll give everyone another 10 seconds. Uh, exclamation point shadow run to enter to win all three games, the original and the two DLCs. Now, I played the original. I even streamed it. You can look it up on YouTube. And I played Dragonfall. I have not even played Hong Kong. I have not played Hong Kong. But but uh, Falcon Punch was fun. That <laughs> <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> that was fun. That was awesome. But uh, yeah, 10 seconds. Exclamation point, Shadowrun. Go ahead and type it in. Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And here we go. Closing the giveaway. And we are picking the winner. And the winner is Mar Hawkman. Congratulations, Mar Hawkman. You have won. Congratulations. Mar Hawkman, I do believe I have your email. I should hope so at this point. I should hope so at this point as well. Yes, I do. There it is. All right. So thank you, everyone, for going. You are lucky, Mr. Mar Hawkman. Congratulations on your win. I hope you enjoy those games in the best of health. So remember, if you want more Garthing, find him on YouTube. You can join him. Subscribe. It's good for you. Like, follow, share. Uh, you get full streams of anime, comics, games if you join. Members only chat and giveaways. More members, more giveaways. Uh, we have a month. There is going to be a monthly Q&A if you are a subscriber with LOM. Right. And this counts for the Patreon and giveaway goals. Yeah, uh, YouTube member. Yep. YouTube member, yes. Yes. So, what more growth on? Check out comic, my old Comic Pulse segments. Team-ups with Heathen Dog. Oh, and wait, 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 wait. Hang on, hang on. Mark Hawkman says he doesn't want it. That's painful. Mark Hawkman, why don't you want the game? What? What? I'm confused. It's a good game. He must use a trivia question to pick a different winner. I'd say I'll allow it. You'll allow it? Okay. Maybe he already owns it. Maybe maybe he has it. Maybe he has it. Okay, Mark Hawkman, go ahead and throw out a, a trivia question. Throw out your trivia question. Me, when, when, I, when I go on Elgarian streams. And uh, the first person in chat to answer correctly will win the game. Does spelling count? Uh, he says he'd have no time to play because he's too important. Oh. Hey, give it a minute. He's monologuing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go go ahead and type in your thing while while, while Garthon finishes the finishes All right. The so more compo segments, more team-ups. Follow. Uh, you can also watch me Sunday nights, 9 Central, 10 Eastern. Playing Yakuza Kiwami on the PlayStation 4. It's a remake of a retro, so I'm letting it count. And don't forget to also Thursday night team up with Empyrean Galaxy Survival with Heathen Dog, mm -hmm. uh, where we have left on a jet plane. That's right. We'll be moving to a new planet, a frozen planet full of death and destruction. The the, the map is dark and filled with Xerax. Oh, great. Marhawk says Scorch has red skin and a long tail. What species is she? First person to answer correctly. Will win all three games. Aw, uh, sure. Since they missed me on Thursday. Aw, well, thank you. I missed you too. I could look that up. What is a scorch? You don't have to know. Marlockman has to know. Okay. I think your question might be too hard. I don't see any answers coming. Your Google foo is not strong. All right, well, people are finding the answer. Let's move on. All right, so moving on, we say thank you, everyone. All right, it is now time for the RNG. Do you have the lead-in for that? I don't have the lead-in for it. No, I, I will. All right. Wait, wait, wait. All right, now go for it. Okay. RNG, the random number generator, where the Legion of Myth weekly live stream hosts discuss anything and everything nerd. 
RNG airs live every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central Time on twitch.tv slash Legion of Myth. Come and join us in discussions on all things nerd. And if you have a topic you'd like us to cover, let us know. Now, let's see what the dice roll for RNG topics this week falls on. And it falls on you, the viewers. <laughs> That's right, because we could not... Well, to be fair, we could not think of anything. Yeah, I just got – I'm still jet-lagged. I just got and off a plane. still jet-lagged, and, and I, eh, I I brain farted, so we got nothing. So uh, Mark says Scorch up... is a character created for Emperor Joke Story or an event over a decade ago. Oh, jeez. Oh, Jesus, Mar Hawkman. See, I was thinking it was a dragon. No. I knew I was wrong, obviously. Mar Hawkman right. is being way too out there. It's okay. It's all right. Some, sometimes I do that too. All right. So anything that you want to ask us – we will answer as long as it doesn't involve genitalia or our personal finances. Yeah. That's, uh, or that's, that's actually pretty good. Uh, those are pretty good limits actually. Yep. <laughs> A bat. A bat. I don't, I don't think so. What happened? Rogerps part one. I, I did GURPS part one. So what happened, Rogerps? Rogerps? <laughs> or how can answering? It's a girl with red skin poison and a tail and can instantly things with fire. Yeah, I'm looking at it on the uh, on the Wikipedia page right now. Oh, uh, GURPS, uh, the character generation part two is going to be next week. Uh, Remember, uh, l uh, last week we were gone. Uh, both Max Liao and Garthon were on vacation. So, you know, I would have to do the show alone and then annotate it and create all of the thumbnails and the pictures and i don't want to do that so i didn't so uh the the, the schedule it was just you know the, it's the same schedule you know i did gurps break anime and then gurps again next week is going to be character generation part two where i actually go through and make the character with all the stuff we learned from part one to make sure we make it correctly and to to my vision which I'll give you a sneak peek, the, the vision of my character. I'm using Garthon's world that, that we created in the very first GURPS, GURPS episode. It is a post-apocalyptic utopia, high psionic, low magic. It has an antagonist that uh, is from the old world and wants, and wants the world to return to what it used to be. And my character is going to be a peace officer not a police officer because this is a post-apocalyptic utopia a peace officer in this in this new world order and when when the when the old bad guy starts starts trying to take over the world to bring it back to what it used to be before the fall of humanity or what he calls the fall of humanity when everyone else calls it the the dawn of a new age uh it's he's the one who steps up to stop the big bad and uh so, that's what that's what i'm gonna be uh shara says what's our favorite point by system like gurps hero system and so on and so forth okay now i haven't finished gurps yet i haven't finished it so i can't i can't uh i can't if we take gurps out of it uh we'll we'll talk about some other stuff um hero system is the most customizable all right it is the most customizable uh, but it is also for character creation, the biggest headache definitely is one wrong move in a decimal or a fraction and your whole build is screwed. 
So it is the it is the most difficult and complex in character generation. Uh, so favorite point buy system. I mean, uh, there are other there are other systems that that use uh that use the point system, but uh, out of all of them, I I will have to say I do love Champions because of its custom because of its customizability, and uh, you can really craft it to exactly what you have in your mind's eye, and to me that is worth the headache or possible headache of character creation. My fear is the hero system fifth edition revised. Really? Oh yeah. Fifth edition is the way to go. Fifth edition is the way to go. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, it cleans up a lot of problems there. That's the one that started adding, uh, like, uh, mega level. Like, so you can get, um, like mega level travel. So mm-hmm. you don't have to buy a million, uh, multiples for non-combat you can actually get mega range right that's when it started right right um a lot of great ideas there so hero system is the best fifth edition is the best it collates everything nicely it's easier to understand in a lot of ways cleans a lot of things up uh it's yeah and no edition since then has been as good in my opinion okay well there you are uh we we both we both choose hero for point-based systems uh uh you know whatever iteration of hero that that you like that's Razor says he doesn't go beyond first and second edition mostly second was way better than first first was yes for first uh compared to second first was was a trash trash it was was a neat system second was a lot better fourth uh fourth was a really good fourth is when i jumped on fourth is a really good edition. fourth fourth is when i jumped on and i was impressed But then again, so Mar- I, I also I say when you're playing D and D fifth edition, you should use point buy for stats too. Mm. Well, it, when when you're playing D D and D fifth edition, you should use A D and D second edition general guidelines. It depends how you use. Fourth edition is, is an abomination. I tell you, fourth edition hero system or fourth edition D and D. Because you're saying fourth edition D and D, I'm with you. Yeah, fourth edition D and D suck balls, but uh, fourth edition hero I I thought was uh, was an improvement on. On, uh, on, yeah, a lot of on a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth was yeah. a great edition. Yeah, yeah. D&D. D&D. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's right. Okay, yeah, there you Fourth go. edition D&D was full of ideas that would have been good in a system not named Dungeons & Dragons. Right, right. If you had named it Anime Hero, it would have been worked, would have worked great. Because <laughs> that's really, if you called it Record of Lotus War, the RPG, fifth, fourth edition works really well for that. Awesome. Big eye, small mouth. But yeah, so it's kind go. of a weird system. But yeah, something like that. You know, fourth edition just had so many freaking issues. And it didn't work with what people wanted to do with Dungeons and Dragons, which are Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Yes. Um, but fifth edition has, has good and bad points, like mm. any edition. Um, it does take some ideas from fourth. Most of the ideas it takes from Pathfinder. <laughs> Pathfinder's not bad at all. Pathfinder is good. Pathfinder is got all its money because fourth edition sucked so hard. That's not what people wanted from D and D. Right, right. And oddly, yeah, don't don't tell Max. Definitely not. Oddly, instead of saying, you know what, screw you, I'm going to play third edition, they went, I'm going to buy more books and just to show you, and they're not going to be yours. Which is why fourth edition was abandoned faster than any edition of D and T before or since. That was just kicked to the curb so fast. Like, they brought that home to meet their mom, and their mom spit at her feet, and they're like, I don't even know this chick. And, you know, she had a, you know, that edition had to find an Uber home. 
because that's not happened. Not a big fan of Pathfinder, but it's decent. Yeah, Pathfinder is very much D&D version 3.7. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Max doesn't like Pathfinder because the ideology of the creators, not not the game itself. That That's a different story. Well, yeah, that happens. Yeah. But as the system goes, it's pretty good. But they actually, Pathfinder took a big hit when 5th edition came out. And everyone, wow, this is good again. They were like, wait, come back. Some people still hardcore play Pathfinder because it's a good right. good system. But they did lose a lot of the Fairweather fans who were just there because 4th edition was awful. Okay, uh, Mar Hawkman, did anyone win? I don't know. That is a good question. Does anyone ever really win? Well, yes. Well, not Someone in Tom does, King's does universe. Win a prize. Not unless in Tom King's universe, no. no. Unless your name is Harley Quinn. Then you don't win anything. Oh, you, 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 you could win an early death, and that's actually winning. In that's that winning. Hey, let's go back in time and stop him from killing himself. Why not stop him from killing everyone? Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. What else, guest human? Okay, what else wins? What else? Go ahead and whisper me. There's more that there are elves in it for the reason Mac to dislike it. Yeah. <laughs> that's a there good go. start. Human was the right answer. Okay, uh, what else? Go ahead and uh, click on my name in chat. Click on whisper and whisper me your email address. And uh, Max uh, Max Liao, who has the keys for all this, will email you your keys tomorrow. Because right now he's asleep. Because it's, uh, what, four in the morning? Almost something five? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, he's asleep now. But go ahead and uh, do that, and you'll get your keys. Uh, also, there is something that I'm currently working on. I'm actually scripting it, because I actually have to put thought into this one. Um, and the idea is our old first edition D&D game supplements worth using in any fashion for a fifth edition game. Um, oh. Going to start with the Unearthed Arcana because that was one of oh, the big books. Yeah, it's I a great that. book for first edition. Oh, yeah. And I own it, so I can do it. So basically I'm saying, like, is it worth... The idea is saying, is this worth using in fifth edition? What from it is worth using? how difficult would conversion be if we want to actually directly convert something. Mm. So that's uh, what's going on. Something I'm working on. Going to have to make a video for all that. It's going to take more effort than doing a simple stream, which is what I like. Right. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Yeah, I I had unearthed Arcana when I was, when I was younger, I don't know where it went Uh, from, from I, the, the only first edition books that I still have from when I was a kid are uh, monster manual two. Uh, Oriental Adventures. That's a good book. And and the Manual of the Plains, which is far better than the bullcrap, comparatively bullcrap that is a uh, uh, sigil. Uh, City of Doors. Planescape. Planescape. Planescape is awesome. No, no, no. the 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 idea of it is really good because the idea came from Manual of the Plains, but yeah, the much. the the execution of sigil being the center of the multiverse type thing, it's it never sat with me and it never resonated. Ravenslayer has all the first edition books, but well, Ravenslayer, do you have the first edition D and D deities and demigods book with the Elric oh. gods in it? Oh, wow. That's I like the know. rarest one. Cause that was a very brief edition. The yeah, dungeon adventures guy. I got that one. That was actually a really good supplement. When it came out, because that was the first book to introduce the ideas of proficiencies. Oh, he, says uh, he, he has does. that one too. Oh, 
Oh, uh, wow. I want to call you a liar just because I don't have it, and I'm mad I don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even seen it, because the, the very first printing of Deities and Demigods had the Elric gods in it and also the Cthulhu gods in it, Cthulhu mythos. Yep. The next printing, they had to pull out Elric, but they kept Cthulhu, and the printing after that, they had to pull them both. Damn it. And it's not even like different revisions, just the next printing. So uh, the Elric version is the most valuable, the rarest, and it's the one that all nowadays all the nerds are trying to get. There was a time when it was just kind of a curiosity, like back when Second Edition came out, like, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool. Nowadays, it's cha-ching. So a lot of the first edition books are like that now. Um, my these guys use the covers came apart, so they're in a binder. Yeah, I, I have a my Robotech book is like not Robotech Battletech. My mm. Battletech book is like that. Fell up, the binding fell apart. Hole punched it, threw in a binder. I used Unearthed Arc Arcana a lot. Yeah, in the Monster my manual. uh my my Monster Manual too. Uh, I got when I was very small, so uh, a lot of the pictures I colored in. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is if you get a lot of the Monster Manuals, they have people who colored them in. Yep. It was like a thing people did in the 70s, I guess. Yep. Or the 80s. Colored it in. That's yeah. what I did. Not all of them. <laughs> but still, there were definitely colored. The... I actually... I only had a few first-year books, but when I was stationed with you, Heathen Dog, in the mm -hmm. military, I actually went on eBay when it was a new wild thing and oh, bought Oh, it's crazy. Almost all the first-year books. They're like 10 bucks each. Mm -hmm. Can't get them for that anymore. I was buying like stat, you know... Like, here's all my first edition books for 30 bucks. Like, all right. Like, yeah, man, you, know, I... you had no wife. You had no kids. You had a disposable right. income. The, 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 the government fed you. They, they clothed you. Yeah. They, 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 bordered, they bordered you. And you had all this money that you had nothing to do with. Screw it. Yeah. But I ended up Wild with, like, books. multiple, multiple copies of the Player's Handbook and the DMG, which I ended up selling, you know, in the 2000s, 2010s. But with people like, oh man, my I, my buddy started a first edition only game, but I don't have the books. You need a spare copy. Yeah. Oh, How much you want to pay? Oh man, it costs like fifty bucks on eBay. Well, I'll sell it to you for forty, cash right now. Right here. There it is. Yeah, that's how you sell them. I, yeah, I have a. Uh, I still have. Uh, Raven's like said, we'll put it on camera. It's on Discord next time. That'll be awesome. Oh, nice. That'll be awesome. Uh, uh, Agarthon, you you remember my ex fiance Trisha? Yes. Yes, Vaguely. she yes she uh, she went to Italy, and she came back with a second edition Dungeons and Dragons uh, uh, Dungeon Master's Guide in Italian. I still have it. That's neat. That's and neat the, 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 the the really interesting part of that is that uh, I I I went through it page for page with with my same 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 edition Dungeon Master's Guide in English. And it has a different number of pages, and everything appears differently because apparently the type size for uh, for for the for the font and the the uh, the direct translation uh, length of words is so different that after a while, it's actually uh, like starting halfway through the book, uh, the information's on a different page because it was slowly getting pushed later and later <laughs> because apparently Italian words are longer. <laughs> oh, so it's fonts a lot smaller. Exactly. Oh, so funny. it was really funny. It was really funny trying to compare it like that. It was cool. That's pretty funny. I don't have any. I don't think I have any foreign language books. Never saw the. There are need to have. I had foreign language magic cards when that was a thing. Mm. 
Yeah. No, actually, uh, I had I had foreign language magic cards just because they were cheaper. Right. And you can and, yeah. some of the they were still printing like some of the super rare cards. You can get oh. right exactly, and you can still have it because it is it is a it's it's printed by the company. It's legal in tournaments. Right. And so you can still do it. You just have to know what it says. Right. <laughs> but nowadays it's kind of not you know. No one yeah, does that anymore. Whatever. No. You can still find them, but no one really does that anymore. The all right, all right. Anyway, it's time. Yeah, we've had a pretty good run there. But like I said, we are going to be doing uh, monthly Q and A's coming up. Uh, we'll yep. have more stuff structured for that, so be aware that is coming for our members. So it'll be a little more intimate. Be able to do a little more things there. So just be aware. Want to let you know that. Thank you. A little taste where we start running in our mouths and. Uh, Probably do a lot more mouth running then too, uh, mm. since it'll be a more restricted environment and we won't have a disclaimer in front of us. Boom. And you know, I might not be there. Might be Max. He's, might he's be Algarian. He the dog might not be there. No, might I be Max. Don't. Might be Algarian. You never know. But you're gonna get someone, multiple someone's yep. probably. Subscribe. This is late. <laughs> Yep. So what did you think of this? Did you <laughs> like the idea of a QA? and e What are your thoughts on Q&A sessions in general? Do you have any questions you want to get ready for next time? If you want to email in, we'll take that too and just read off the email when we do our next Q&A session. If you have any mm. other suggestions for our future RNG topics, you can let us know. You can email us and we will make sure to take that in. Drink it in, my friends, and breathe it with the heady aromas of the universe around us. <sighs> oh, yeah. Remember, more RNGs. All the RNGs we've done are on YouTube. Interesting things like Jonathan Hickman Axe as the X-Men. Sort of online abridged. The review of Captain Marvel. We loved Captain Marvel. Oh, yeah. And clickbaity titles like, Are Comics Too Sexy? Too Sexy? Are You Too Sexy? Video Games Too Sexy. Sony doesn't like it no too more. Too Sexy. Actually, on that topic, let me say this real quick. I recently saw an interview with the head of Sony Studios. Mm-hmm. And he said one of the reasons they're pulling back, like, sexiness in the games that they didn't care about before like they would like people to get away with like super skimpy outfits or even show boobs and stuff in japan but for the other releases they wouldn't let it happen and the reason they're now censoring all the releases is because people in japan were uploading youtube videos of their playthroughs and so everyone internationally could see it and so they're just going to censor everyone uh, yeah, instead of saying, well, I guess no one cares because yeah. Nintendo don't I mean, care, it, Microsoft exactly. don't care. You know, if, if, if people people in the West are are engaging in this content, they want it. Right. So give it to them. But there, no, are, they, there they is a vocal group of people. And go the other way. There's always that vocal group of people who are like, it is totally unrealistic for your ninja girl to be dressed that way. It's like, Whatever. it's a ninja girl who could shoot fireballs from her sword. I'm not worried about reality at yeah. this point. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds super dumb. It is, but that was his it reason. It is super dumb. Uh, yeah. Ravenslayer said he had an Aussie copy of the TNG from the 80s that also was paginated differently. Oh, interesting. Oh, nice. Yeah. That would be it. Yes, Marhawken. That is why Mortal Kombat 11 does not have the classic costumes. But that wasn't Sony's fault. That was actually the uh, the developer studio who made the conscious decision not to have the classic sexy costumes, except for the men. Think about that. Yeah, exactly. All of the men still have the bare chest and right. the speedos you can be and shirtless whatnot. and the speedo. They still yeah. have those costumes, but yeah. you can't oh, have. Oh, but them. the women are all covered now. Right. It's. Uh... 
Yeah, some people see a hobby as an ideological battleground. Exactly. It was the freaking point. If you don't like it, you don't buy it. That's that's how you and show you don't that, like it. Yes, that is what changes a, a, a you know market. Right. Friends, you know that's what that's what's supposed to do it. You don't like it, you don't buy it. They they change it so you buy it. That's how it works. Box is the but new no, guy gets no, really no, naked. No. Yeah. You don't like it, you tweet about it, and it actually changes people. Yeah. Mortal Kombat 11 is actually a really good game too. Well, yeah. It, there are two problems. Well, there's one. There's the like females can't wear the sexy clothes. And two, Ronda Rousey does the voice of Sonya Blade. You don't like her voice? I get it. It, it goes like this: Ronda, uh, Sonya Blade is talk. The older Sonya Blade is talking with the older Johnny Cage. He's like, "Sonya, you need to look out for that." And she goes, "Don't you look out for me, Johnny? I will do it myself." Oh, Ooh. okay, got Ooh. it. Not really a voice actress. <laughs> not a voice actress. Not a not any kind of actress. Um, okay. she actually did really good when she was uh, a pro wrestler. She had good well, Expendables, but she was a yeah, pro she, wrestler for a while. She, she was pa- – yeah, yeah, she was. She was she was passable in Expendables. What was right. it, two? Three. Expendables two? Three? Three? Three, okay. She was passable. She was passable, but she was yeah. actually pretty good in WWE. I Your bar for acting is pretty low, but mm. you would think that she wouldn't do some of the stuff she did, but she actually did really good in there until she decided she was tired making millions of dollars and wanted to quit and have a family, which is fine. It's different. Ronda's not horrible, but need practice doing voice yeah, act work. Voice yeah, voice over work. Yeah, yeah. yeah voice acting. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't say she was, like, god-awful, but you could tell. She was the weakest of the bunch. Yeah, some of her work in World Cup is 11, yes. But when you're going against, like, Kevin Conroy and, like, real professionals, you know, it's very, very it's, it, obvious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's, it's easy to find out who the runt of the litter is. Yeah, that, pretty much. In that heady group. Yeah, yeah, I don't mean to say that she's, like, absolutely horrible and ever mock her. It's, but comparatively, it's noticeably yes, noticeably not nearly as good. Yeah, and there are some scenes more cringeworthy than others. Um, okay. Oh, the the villain, what's her name? Chronica. She's actually voiced by Kelly Hugh, who is a professional actress. She she was a uh, Lady Deathstrike in X Men. Yeah, she was, didn't have any speaking lines. I know. Uh, she was mm-hmm. in Scorpion King. She was a bunch of films, but yeah, she does the new villain, and she's really good. They got a whole bunch of actors who are real actors doing stuff too. It's really good. Anyway. Cool. We're trying to wrap this up, and here I am talking. Q&A, mm-hmm. random stuff, fun to do. Watch old randoms, they're good. Heathen Dog loves you. It's true. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Uh, there's a wonderful voice act lines where Sony does a talk to herself, where Rhonda does a great job imitating the Terminator for a gag line. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you very much for watching. We appreciate everyone coming along with us. My friends, our time together is coming very quickly to a close. But everyone, thank you for joining us the Legion Myth live stream. That is the rawest audio cue. We'll pretend that didn't happen. So remember, upcoming <laughs> activities. We have the monthly follower subscriber giveaway coming 15th of June, 2019. Like we said before, if 10 or more follower subscribers join, we'll give away two video game keys. If 20 or more, we'll also give away a PDF of our RPG. Subscriber-only prizes, five or more, $25 gift card. Multiples of five, equal multiples of gift cards. You do the math. If you can't do the math, that is kind of sad. But if you've got the money to subscribe, we will go and let you know the right answers later anyway because we appreciate you, even if you are bad at math, but you still have money. Thank you. More entries equals more prizes, and that is the final answer. What is it? Sony, yeah, Sony B, what, uh, what? 
the far list of worst came from the Sony pieces of will but by Mablet AI. It talks like a turnaround. That's actually pretty funny. Upcoming activities, Gen Con, be there. Ticket registration, January. That's what you need to know for now. Tabletop games was today. Please let us know what you did for your tabletopages. Post your hashtags, pictures to these disc, either discords, LOM 2019 ITTD, or tweet us, hashtag 2019 LOM ITTD. And your favorite picture or short will win a prize. Streaming schedule, live it, love it. Try the avatar all the time. Be there. Algarian loves you too. He probably loves you more than Heathen Dog. Sorry about that. And Monday what? at 6.30 p.m. <laughs> Portal 2 with Heathen Dog. Oh, that's good times. I love Portal 2. That's such a good game. It's so hard. It is. <laughs> I hate puzzles, so it's hard for me. Other stuff. Heathen Dog, StarCraft 2. Monday to Friday at 10 a.m. Be there. Live stream. That's the most important. Well, I say this because I'm on it. 8 Central, 9 Eastern, Saturday night. Run the goals. We want to reach the goals. Subscribe, join, follow, join us in Discord, watch us on YouTube, get our gear, shop to spreadshirt.com, that's Legion of Myth, impress your friends, intimidate your enemies, find love in your Legion of Myth gear. Follow us on Twitter at Legion of Myth. Subscribe on YouTube, get all the good stuff. We talked about it earlier. Remember, friends, you have one life. Live it well, live it nerdy, and have a great diurnal anomaly.